0: You're listening to AFL Nation for elders, for Australian agriculture and Tyre Power. Big Easter Sale. It's the top of the table, Saints up against uh, the sixth place, Carlton, coming your way from uh, Marvel Stadium here this afternoon, of course, the Saints with a 4-1 and one record, Carlton with their draw in the first round, uh, three wins on the trot, and of course, the heavy loss to Adelaide to uh, kick off Gather Round, which uh, seems like got an eternity ago last uh, Thursday week over at the Adelaide Oval, the Saints, of course, uh, pit by the Pies to end a Gather Round a week ago, but... Uh, They put in some good performances, but this is a a great test for both clubs. Uh, Certainly more scrutiny around the Blues and just uh, their own internal expectations. Ross Lyon, his first year, is well, certainly uh, made his imprint early doors, but a lot to uh, uh, certainly uh, play out. We're about to uh, go down to the St Kilda uh, Inner Sanctum and have a chat to... Uh, Corey Enright, their assistant coach, who's about to join us in uh, just a moment. Ash Hansen will join us uh, from the Blues. We'll confirm the subs uh, very shortly. Uh, we expect it to be a sellout, so all general admission tickets have been exhausted uh, today, and I'm sure the members will be here in um, full voice for a crowd of over uh, 50,000. Uh, we're going to go down to the boundary, I think, and have a chat to Corey Enright. Jordan Canellis is down there. Jordan. Thank you, BP. Corey Enright here on the boundary with us, the defensive assistant coach from the Saints. I'm sure very happy after watching his cats last night. But on to business today, Corey. Um, firstly, what did you learn from, from last week? Obviously a tough loss at the end there against Collingwood, but what did you take away from the uh, from the six-point loss?
1: Yeah, it's obviously good learning for us, um, playing against a really good side. And, um, you know, we we fought on right to the end. And, um, yeah, we were within the game in, in that last sort of, minute so it was really good uh for for our boys to experience um obviously the heat was was pretty uh it was pretty pressured game and um yeah we we took a fair bit away from it um and and looking forward to to this
0: week and today you get jack Steele and tim memory back so a massive inclusion for for both of those uh, guys was um jack Steele how how ahead of his um uh recovery time was he
1: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Like, um, I think he was pretty much, he was sort of itching, ready to go last week. But, uh, yeah, he got cleared to play this week and he's always ready for this week. So, yeah, excited to have those two boys back. Um, Obviously, um, Jack's our captain and Tim's in the leadership group. So, they bring uh, some really good experience and leadership for
0: us. Upstairs, we've got Brett Phillips and Mark McClure.
1: Corey, um, I'm really interested in your youth that you've just brought through. Can you tell us a little bit about them and what their their roles have been and how, how good they've been? Yeah, it's always nice to, to, to bring, you know, I guess, young, young players in and, and through your system. And, um, you know, they, they're obviously learning, learning every, every week they go out. But they're performing really well for us. And they, they all got different roles within the group. But, um, you know, we, we get a really um, spike with, with, those, with the enthusiasm that the kids bring. And, yeah. um, you know, if, if the senior players can sort of help them through, um, we know they're going to have some good games and bad games. But have been really pleased with the growth and how they've sort of developed. Awish, what do you think of him? Sorry, I'd missed that. Owens, what yeah, do you think of no, him? Yeah, he's, he's no, he's a beauty. Absolutely. Uh, we, yeah, we love we love his, the way he goes about it. He tacks the ball really strongly. He's, he's a presence for, you know, a, a second-year player. Uh, he's shown all the attributes um, that he had at lower, lower levels. But, um, yeah, he, he hits the packs. He, he works really hard. He, he works up and back. And, um, yeah, we're really pleased with him and, and what he brings. And he brings effort every time he steps onto the field. Philippou? Yeah, he's, he's shown early. Like we we knew when we drafted him that he was going to be a long-term project for us. And but early days in in his uh, career, he's shown you know the type of player that we think he's going to be long-term. And um, he's been you know he's played a bit of midfield, a bit of forward, a bit of deep forward, a bit of high mm. forward. So he's been flexible, he's adaptable, and and he sort of hasn't um, looked out of out of place in at AFL level, which. Um, for a young kid, he's only you know just turned 18. Um, shows what type of person he's going to uh, play is going to be. Young Brinch, yeah. Who was that? Sorry. Brinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, he's um again like he's he's sort of been, he's sort of been uh, in and in and out of the team the last couple of years, and he's um yeah, he was probably forever the sub last year. But he's just on the edges, so he's really taken that next step, and he's sort of made his spot his own. And, uh, and again, he works really hard on his game, and, and he he sort of he probably complements what we have um, around him, and his running abilities, and his way to sort of get in and out of traffic and use the footy. So, yeah, really pleased. Give us an idea of what Ross's uh, plan—not plan—I don't want to know about his plan—but his his method is to keep his players up and going because you're going really well. Yeah, well, I think it's it, obviously obviously when you start the season um, as a, as a new group, which we were, obviously brought some new coaches in a new senior coach in and some new players as well um, you just want to continue to, to keep that messaging going uh, and you want to play the way that you want to play so again you're up against opposition which make it hard every week and they, each opposition brings a different skill set so but for us most of the time it's been focused on what what we can do and what what we need to bring each week so um, yeah it's been a simple message but we, we keep keep driving the players to, to turn up and deliver.
0: Corey, is there an intangible about Ross? I mean, we all know about Ross. He's been coaching a long time, and there are so many people at St Kilda that, are, that are, I think are now really wrapped to um, having back. There was the uncertainty when the combination sort of came back together of what it might uh, produce. But obviously, he's a he's a class coach. You've been coached by some great coaches. I mean, something we can't see that makes him yeah. such a revered coach in the competition.
1: Yeah, it was obviously uh, he's new to me. Come, you know, coming in, I'd obviously. Uh, from the outside in. Um, heard a lot about him and, and understood that he was obviously a quality operator. Um, but for me to see it firsthand and probably the way he can sort of see a game of football and then yep. obviously simplify that and, and get um, everyone on the same page and, and drive that drive that message uh, is a real strength of his and obviously he sees the game really well but then um, you know, hit, hit the nail with one or two things that we can sort of go after and focus on and um, you know he, he's, he's really good with with his method and the way he sort of communicates that down to the group, right from, you know, player one to player 23.
0: And just having Tim Membry back today, I mean, he's obviously a, a, a class uh, footballer. You'll get King back eventually, but, you know, he's a guy that can cover a lot of ground, can't he? I mean, he can get up to sort of half-back as that, you know, key focal point from the kick-in, uh, you know, get back inside 50, and he's a, always been a really good set shot for goal, but you've had to sort of... You know have a few different combinations inside fifty without memory without king in this first uh, five weeks so just with Tim back in how does that sort of uh, structure things up and you know little adjustments that you might have to make
1: yeah yeah not not too many adjustments obviously he's been a you know a good player for a long time now he understands what he needs to do and um, yeah he, he's going he's going to help us no doubt coming back into that front half where the, the boys have been really good in there we probably um, as you said, going into round one, we didn't have some of the, the name tags that we wanted to, but they've, uh, they've committed to w- what we want and they've played a really, um, you know, a disciplined, um, I guess, front, front six or seven that um, have, have got um, some results for us on the board early days. So uh, we just want to keep playing um, our system there and, and the personnel obviously comes in uh, and slots into that system. Corey, did you actually think that you'd be on top of the ladder at round six when you first took over the job? Oh, look, yeah. For, for, for us, we probably didn't really look too far ahead of that first first yeah. week because, we, we, as I said, like we had, a, we had a really strong pre-season. The boys come back in really good shape yeah. and we're really committed. Obviously, when you, we have a new senior coach in, you want to impress from day one. So um, the boys got on the front foot early and, and sort of trained really hard and, and then from then on in it was about learning what we wanted to do and, and implement a game plan that we wanted to um, play. So, um, you know, again, we... we we couldn't, we couldn't sort of look too far forward with what the results were going to be. It was more about how we wanted to play and the system that we wanted to play. And um, if we got that right, then hopefully the results would take care of itself. But it wasn't, wasn't about, you know, how many wins or how many losses no. we had by round four or round six or round ten. No, I understand that, but it's a very good position to be in, wouldn't you think? Well, obviously, early, <laughs> wins, early wins in a season obviously help, don't they? So, they sure do. And particularly for us well as, done, as, a, say. as a confidence as yeah. a confidence thing for the group to, to be able to get some reward for
0: effort. And just one last one from me is a man who you know played a lot of great footage. you did in defence. I mean, isn't it great to see Kel Wilkie getting the recognition? I mean, I, he, he's become just one of the most solid defenders in the competition. I mean, just the way he can read the ball. You, you, you just feel like when the ball's going inside... The opposition's attacking 50. I mean, you're feeling pretty good hands with him patrolling that back half.
1: Yeah, you do. It's a really good point. Um, you know, he's been doing it for a long time now, but obviously got some recognition um, this season. So he goes about his uh, work really, really strongly. And it is, as a as a defensive coach, you, you do feel safe when he's, I guess, behind the ball, and you feel um, you you feel in good hands. So uh, he's a real general back there, and he helps us helps us a lot.
0: Corey, can you confirm the sub at all? Can you give us a, a nod?
1: Uh, well, there's a few options.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll not and see in, what is it, 15 minutes' time? Well, Winhager and Charman oh. didn't appear in the uh, twos from what we can see. So we'll okay, so it's confirm. one of them. <laughs> <All right.
1: laughs> just thought I might be able to squeeze it out of you. Hey, good
0: luck today. It should be a hey, beautiful... You've
1: learned a bit from uh, Ross, haven't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>